Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Born and raised in southern Spain, Carmen Sands was fascinated by Buddhist philosophy and Eastern traditions. Past lives, reincarnation and Eastern philosophy made sense to her since a young age. Carmen started her journey of self-discovery in 2008 during a 10-day silent Vipassana retreat. Since then, she has studied under many masters around the world in several traditions of meditation, yoga, sound healing, Reiki and Eastern medicine. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you, Liam. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you're very welcome. I'm excited today to talk about our topic of sound as an accessible and effective healing tool. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I've got a background as a massage therapist, a Reiki master, yoga teacher. I um, have also worked uh, as a chef in sailing boats and I have traveled the world. Um, and lived in many countries, I think about 10, met many teachers. And um, along the way, I have, uh, within all my experiences and experiences, uh, um, more particular as uh, in the healing and spiritual world, I came through it not, um, my interest uh, um, in it wasn't really from uh, being sick or uh, being unwell. It was more a curiosity I've always had uh, of the mysteries of who we are, of uh, that magic of the things that we cannot really see with the bare eye. And um, so this interest uh, started really when I was seven years old and I went to uh, this uh, Buddhist monastery with my aunt. And uh, there they explained to me what reincarnation was because I was uh, staying in the room where the, this Lama was uh, reincarnated. Uh, well, they, they did all the, the rituals and the prayers to find out who was the reincarnation of this Lama. And um, I was like, uh, my mind was, uh, yeah, it was mind-blowing experience. And uh, since there, I was really interested in death, in reincarnation, in energy, um, and uh, as I said, in all the mysteries uh, of life. So in one of my travels to Nepal, I saw in temples all these amazing instruments and sacred instruments uh, and um, the places uh, that these instruments take us and that there is not so much, or at least at that time, explained about it. Um, a western mind so this is um how i started and how my interest uh, uh, became then i i studied with uh, uh, professionals in the matter and uh, i played a lot of uh, gong and tibetan balls and uh, these uh, little uh, instruments as well chimes and bells and uh, and it's beautiful to see where these uh, take us and uh, what uh, altered states of consciousness we can reach. Wow. That's an amazing journey, isn't it? And especially realizing at seven that your journey started back then, that you had this sort of calling towards these type of, um, I suppose, not healing things, but, you know, just, just that type of area where, you know, it's a bit mystical, isn't it? Like some people go, oh, I don't know what that really means, reincarnation. And it's a little bit mystical. It's a little bit harder to understand, but there is sort of a calling for it, isn't there? 
Yeah, sure. So that was my calling. And uh, as you say, it's very mystical. And uh, and still nowadays, we don't have explanation for everything that we can feel. And uh, only the ancient mystics uh, explain it in, in their way or experience in their way. And also the modern mystics, right? Um, yeah, like Joe Dispenza says, uh, science is the explanation of mysticism or like uh, we, we understand um, when the science is the proof of mysticism something like that is uh, it's uh, he he explains in such a way like yeah many things we don't understand we don't know why they are but we feel it and uh, and that's a huge proof right goes and uh, and proves it with all the experiments and uh, yeah and trial and error and you've tried many different instruments for the sound of it too so what led you to the actual sound healing itself is it like when you do sound healing is it with many different instruments or just use the sound bowls? Because I know there's definitely a lot around my area now that use sound bowls and things. What's your go-to instrument? Okay, so I started with Tibetan bowls. And I love the Tibetan bowls because they are made of, uh, they say seven metals, but it's mainly copper and tin. And uh, when we use the Tibetan bowls, I, I use them on the body. So I used to do one-to-one sessions. Uh, so I put them on the body and I follow different protocols uh, depending on what the um, intention was of the person, whether it was physical or mental or maybe both. And uh, always with intention, right? That, that's uh, the magic about this. The Tibetan bowls are beautiful to take you back to the earth. Um, for me, they have such an earthy and grounding feeling in them. Um, since then, I've uh, transitioned uh, into other instruments and uh, I do sound baths. I used to do sound baths only with metal, so Tibetan bowls and gong. The gong is very deep and they have overtones. That's the, the particular of uh, this type of instrument. So the overtone of the Tibetan bowls and gong is beautiful because uh, it's um it goes through different notes let's say and it takes you to different places and it's this wave sound that you can hear that uh, straight away um relaxes you and uh it slows down your brain waves yeah and it takes you from uh takes you to a meditative state i call it a um assisted meditation so it's like a, a very fast way to go into meditation yeah and uh, that's uh I, in hong kong i used to work uh in 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 the center of hong kong in a big uh, meditation studio where a lot of ceos or people from finance would come and uh, just with the sound of uh, the tibetan balls they would drop so they are in their busy minds and uh stressed most of the cases and this just lets you go into this state of uh, meditation or sometimes like a dreamlike state as we call it. So I started with this and then I transitioned into um, crystal balls. So crystal balls uh, are programmed into a very specific, they don't have the overtone, they're programmed to a very specific note. And so we believe that uh, different notes uh, um, resonate with different parts of the body and different chakras. Uh, energetic body. So without going too much into detail, basically the difference between the metal singing balls, Himalayan, Tibetan, and the crystal is that the crystal takes you to an etheric wall. It's more like even the low pitch, uh, the C note or the Do, 
note will take you to a more aesthetic world, yeah? More in the in the high, in the heavens. And the Tibetan bowls is like more grounding, even the, the higher pitch notes that resonate with your crown, which is the A or the B, they will take you still, they have this grounding element in them. So, and from there, I do my sound journeys. I, it's like, where do I want to take people? What is it needed? So usually I go from ground to heavens and then back uh, to ground or whatever I want to, but I always finish with uh, earthy, earthy sounds and more like uh, grounding sounds. With the shakers, you take people into, you know, you dissipate the energy, you clean the energy. And so, yeah, it really depends on where you want to go with your journey. As I said, I started with private, just Tibetan bowls on the body and around the body. And then I, I build now my sound journeys and, and take people really into, into this journey. Wow, that sounds amazing, doesn't it? That you can use the different, um, I suppose, instruments to take you from you know being grounded to being up in the heavens and back to the ground again. And also to get into meditation because I can really see the benefit there. Because sometimes people go, their minds are too busy, are they, to get into meditation and to do it themselves. They go, oh, they just can't get there. But having that beautiful sound would make that trip so much easier for them to, to get into that state of meditation. That's, uh, that's the beauty of it. And uh, that's why I call it accessible, right? Because uh, I started realizing I've worked, uh, I've done yoga with children in the past and uh, I, um, I do meditation with children, which is uh, very difficult. <laughs> or it could be difficult if you don't have the right tools. And uh, so I, um, I've done also one-to-one -one, uh, sound therapy to children and teenagers. And parents came to me saying, what have you done to my child? I don't recognize them. Uh, they went to sleep for three hours and uh, they never do that. Um, or like with very little ones, like two, three years old, like you just get the Tibetan ball, get them to ring it. And then, okay, listen to it, listen to it until the sound really fades. And you tell me when the sound fades and they really go into this, uh, into the same vibration. So this is the beauty of, uh, because everything is sound. Everything in the universe, the universe is sound. Um, the universe started uh, with sound. That's what the Bible says. That's what Lao Tse says, all the ancient mystics and uh, the sacred texts, yeah? The sutras, Om, the sound of Om is the original sound. It's the sound of uh, Ishvara, God. So all these, uh, um, they, they all agree or, and concur in many, many different traditions in, parts of the world that sound is uh, is uh, is the origin so when we our bodies our cells are made of sound yeah biology knows that the cells have a lot of space um, and, uh, and and the negative and the and the positive uh, creates a vibration and a frequency so our bodies um, have this sympathetic resonance so it's very beautiful how when we see ballet dancers, they synchronize or we see fish in the pond, they start uh, swimming at the same, you know, they have this uh, ability, natural ability to synchronize. So we synchronize, you just have to listen to a beautiful piece of music, relaxing music, you automatically relax. If we listen to something like heavy metal or something more like rock and uh, pop, we go into another state, right? So it is very easy to understand that. Um, and this sympathetic resonance is being studied since the 70s uh, um, about how 
um, pendulums, for instance, they synchronize their frequency just by being next to each other. So because we are, and from the understanding that we are sound, that we are vibration, um, if we implement harmonic sounds and sounds that are like four, three, two hertz um, into our bodies or close to our bodies, we automatically align to that. And then healing happens. And coming back to being accessible, everybody can listen, right? So everybody who can listen, and many people can feel but not listen, and they have the vibrational impact if uh, you are um, impaired. So it is a beautiful way I found the more and more uh, type of people, diversity I have worked with, uh, the more I realize how accessible and how beautiful it is uh, for people who are maybe not quite um, comfortable sitting or they cannot sit for, for a while to meditate or their minds don't let them because they are too busy. So this is a good way to, to drop, drop into that state. It is a thing at the moment that people are, you know, using this thing where they're so busy all the time and they never have time for themselves to take that moment. And I know I talk a lot to to people around me that, you know, you need to take that time out, whether it's just standing around in nature or, you know, doing something for yourself. So you're actually allowing your own thoughts to come out and just be there in the moment. And I find using the senses is the biggest thing to do that if you're using your senses. And I just love how, you know, using sound, because it is a sense that a lot of people, you know, just really can really just sit with, because I know that people who are deaf even, they feel the sound. It's a real feeling, isn't it? And can make a difference to their lives. So what sort of people do you do you get? Like I know a lot of people used to think, oh, it's very woo-woo, you know, it's only the woo-woo people go, but it's actually not. It's becoming more and more mainstream now, isn't it? Yes, it is becoming very mainstream, and I think it's because it's needed. And uh, I think it's because uh, that's the way uh, medicine will go. Uh, uh, ultrasounds is uh, just there, and there is more and more proof that uh, it's very effective. Um so the people I, I, in Hong Kong, I used to get a lot of people who were unable to meditate, um, who were uh, very busy, very stressed, uh, multitasking continuously. So, and because I was in the center, like the financial district of Hong Kong, I would get a lot of these clients. Um, also people who are curious and they don't know exactly uh, what is this, but they heard about it. Um, I get teenagers and children that they say they're hyperactive or they have uh, problems to concentrate. Um, so it has helped uh, the, the youngster like that. I used to work with uh, people with learning disabilities uh, in the UK and um, that were, and also in Hong Kong, I used to do yoga with them and we, we would finish uh, the yoga classes. Uh, so this is people who are in wheelchairs and they are really, they have a very deep disability. Um, so in during Shavasana or the relaxation, um, we would do some healing with them and they would completely drop, you could tell in their faces, right? And uh, even if uh, we don't believe in, um, there's a lot of reasons why some healing is effective, but uh, even if we just feel it um, and we don't go by the book, we just feel it. We, we can see how effective it is because uh, one of our main problems these days is stress. So 
what better to do than compensate for stressful moments and trauma and the the submission of um, we so it's a stress is tra trauma causes stress um, not uh, allowing our feelings causes uh, um, trauma and stress and uh, sound healing what it does is really gets us to connect again with our bodies and relaxes uh, our our brain waves as well as working in a cellular level and um, avoiding the friction in between molecules. And uh, it does many, many things, but uh, just the, the, the effect of, okay, I'm more relaxed. It is, as I said, uh, an assisted meditation. It brings you to that state of uh, that meditative state. Yeah, I love that. And I was also thinking it would be not just to be part of a, a group, like if you run it and you're sitting there in a group and enjoying the benefits of it, to actually learn to do it yourself, do you get the benefits out of that as well? Just having your own sound healing instruments and spending time yourself doing it? Yeah, and that's fantastic. That's something, uh, again, that I was, I'm so into this. After finishing a session, unless there was a lot of discharge from, from the client and uh, a lot of things that needed to be worked on or released, uh, in most uh, most of the time, it's um, it's such a huge benefit from for me. So as I say, I I'm not really a healer. People heal by themselves, and I play the music through. It is it is something that like, the music plays through me. It's the same when I do Reiki. I let the energy work its way and the way it needs to work. So I I try just to be the instrument and the channel. And the same with the gong, with the Tibetan balls, with the crystal balls, the drums. Uh, I, I let the, the, the energy at that time do what it has to do. Of course, I, I, I direct it and I guide it, but um, I try to be really a clear uh, channel. So then whatever needs to come, come. Yeah, now that's awesome. Well, Carmen, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I really you know, love hearing about this and, and it's got me interested because I teach a lot of people about putting things on their bucket list and doing things for themselves and, you know, and I just think it's a, bit, it's a great bucket list item, you know, go and attend a sound healing just for yourself, see what it is, see what benefits you get out of it or even learn how to do it for yourself. I think that's so awesome. So if people want to know a bit more about you and what you do or, or how to get into it, where's the best place for them to go? So they can check my Instagram, which is Carmen Sanz, S-A-N-Z, or C, um, dot Bali. Um, they can also go to my website, is carmensounds.com, which is under construction, and it will be ready very soon. Um, yeah, they can uh, find me on Facebook, Carmen Sanz. I am available if anybody has any questions or would like to know more, book a session. Mm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Igniters, the beauty of sound is so healing and is totally beneficial in our lives. It is very accessible and effective to connect with our inner selves. If you want to know more, check out Carmen's website, carmensands.com, or find her on Facebook. If you want to know more about living a bucket list life, go to my website, leanblaney.com.